0: On behalf of the leadership, I wish you all your spirit-filled uh, happy new year 2020. God bless you as he was with you in the past years. he will be much more blessings to you in this year 2020. Once again, it's my privilege to stand before you to share God's word on these special occasions. As already we have entered into the new year with a praising, glorifying heart, let us see what God wants us to know or to promise to us in this new year 2020. <clears throat> Let's bow down just for a minute. Gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you and we thank you for your presence. Lord, we have not enough thank for you, even for the last 2019, oh Father. But Lord, from bottom of our hearts, we give you all glory, honor and praises again. Now we surrender ourselves, Lord, to wait upon you for your word. As you want to guide us in this new year. Lord, the word that you are going to speak to us. Help us to understand the way that you want us to. Spirit of God, you minister to us. You reveal the truth to us, O Father. That will guide us throughout this year. So that we will abide in you. In your word. And be led by the Spirit, O Father. To be a blessing. To and to be blessed, O Father, in Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. When I thought of this year, always God gives us yes. Indeed, we all of us wait for God's promises for the new year, and what God is going to keep. And the title I chosen this day is Why and How do we follow Jesus Christ? It may look strange, but this is what God put in my heart long back when I was praying for it. Why and how do we follow Jesus Christ? It doesn't mean, if I chose this title, it doesn't mean that we are not following enough or we are not following properly. But it is once again it's an encouragement and confirmation, if at all anything for us to learn and to follow, definitely this is the word for us. So as an introduction, if there is a cause to follow Jesus Christ, if it requires commitments and our time, then why should we even consider being a follower of Jesus Christ? We will try to answer these questions from John chapter 6. And we will read few verses from the last portion, 60 to 69. And most of the messages are from that. I will read it later. First of all, let me say that. No one is forced to follow Jesus Christ. Are you? Am I right? No one is forced to follow Jesus Christ. Why I say this? I didn't say even Jesus Christ has said. Luke chapter 9 verse 23. Then he said to them all. If. If. Anyone. Anyone desires to come after me. Let him deny himself. And take up his cross. Daily. And follow me. If. Anyone. Desires to follow. Follow. But with the grace of God, all of us who are sitting here, we are the one who desire and desire to follow Jesus Christ and we are following. I'm telling about you. Always I used to say, pay attention to the God's word. And if it is of you, immediately you have to shout and jump and say that. Amen or hallelujah. Yes. Acknowledge it. In Luke nine, to, in John one twelve, what did it say? As many as received him, as many as received him, to them he gave the right to be, become children of God. To those who believe in his name. I believe we are the one. We are the one. Who believed in his word and received him in our life. He asked to his disciple in John 6, 67. Do you also want to go away? There was a situation in his life, in his ministry. That's what we are going to meditate on. And that night Jesus left with his disciple and sailed across. The lake. Because in John 6 chapter he starts with feeding the 5,000. After he fed 5,000 people. The men. And he wanted to be all alone in the solitary place. And he let the disciples to go. And when they went. But the people. They are waiting. Where he has gone. He was searching for him. And he reached them. So they were driven by themselves, by personal gains. They were motivated by what Jesus can do for them, what Jesus can give them. They were keep on following them after the feast. It was the call for them to put their trust in him, to feed on his bread. When you look at the, go through the whole chapter, because the message is for the last portion, still these are all as an introduction. Just I will give you the background what it is. In verse 35, Jesus said, declared, I am the bread of life. In verse 41, He said, I am the bread that come down from heaven. In verse 48, He said, I am the bread of life. Verse 51 he says, I am the living bread that come down from heaven. Dear children of God, the crowds finds this difficult to accept it. They see only the here and now, the physical needs. It is the same. Even today, many people are caught caught up by the here and now blessings, by the needs of the moment, and they are unable to see beyond what God has for everyone. There are people, they need to see the spiritual more than the physical. The spiritual is more real than the physical. Many find, people find this irrelevant. John 6:66. 6, From this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. That's what the scripture says. No longer followed him. They were unable to see the spiritual need it was this point that John six sixty seven, and Jesus said to the 12 do you also want to go away just imagine the situation of our Lord Jesus <clears throat> Peter answered in that junction it was very significant he stood out from the rest he might not have understood everything that Jesus was teaching. But he recognized him, the person. He saw who he is. And he knew what he has done. That's why Peter said, Lord, to whom we shall go, you have the words of eternal life. That's what John 6 68 and 69 says, Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Also, we have come to believe and know that you are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. This must be our reason today. Why we should choose to follow Jesus, no matter what we heard or what we know about him. We know in this season many titles we remember. We know that even for the season we meditated on, Emmanuel, God is with us. There are much more we heard and experienced throughout our life. Starting with, he is our Lord, he is our Savior, he is Emmanuel, he is the provider, he is the one who protects us, he is the healer, and he is the miracle worker, he is the High priest, he is the shepherd, as we sang and heard. And it goes on, the list goes on and on. But they are all, most of them are on, be focused on the physical and the material what is the spiritual the spiritual is the eternal life he is the savior and what the purpose we follow him he is god and we follow him that's what the reason for is so jesus is god you are the holy one of God. That's what the, uh, Simon says. So who else can follow? Who are God? Peter saw that. That's why he mentioned it. In Matthew chapter 16 verse 13 recorded, Jesus is asking his disciple, Who do people say, say the Son of Man is? 14 to 15 if you read it, Some say John the Baptist Others say Elijah and still others Jeremiah and one of the prophets. Verse 15. But what about you? Who do you say I am? Peter answered, You are the Christ the son of the living God. Verse 17. Jesus replied, Blessed are you Simon son of Jonah. For this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven. So, dear children, Peter sees the spiritual while the whole crowd sees only the physical. The outward and the miracles. Peter saying, and you paraphrase it, Peter saying, I am not leaving, I am following you. And it is not because you are a good teacher or not because you are giving a wisdom and you have a power and you are a miracle, miracle worker. I will follow you because you are the God, the Son of God. Jesus Christ is the Son of God to us. That's why we follow Him. So we pledge a commitment to Him. Because he is our God. Do you see him as your master and Lord in your life? If you do so, it will show in our conducts, in our characters, in our schedules, in the things we say and the things we do, and make him as Lord. That's what we are doing. Again, it is a reminder for rest. And it is a refreshing of life in him. So, as Peter answered, let us also say that, To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Do we say that? Jesus has the eternal life. Always I used to say from this place, Let us know who God is in your life. It is all based on your experience with Him. It differs to person to person, even though many are common according to the scripture. Your your, your knowing God depends on your experience with Him. Secondly, Jesus is the truth. You have... The words of eternal life. John 14 verse 6. I am the way, the truth and the life. And he is the answer to our life. John six thirty six says, Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry. And he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Verse 27, 627 says, What man needs is not the food that spoils, but the food that he endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give you. This is the word of our Lord Jesus Christ. What did he say? Once again beautify you. What man needs is But the food that induces to eternal life. Which the son of man will give you. He is Lord Jesus Christ. That's why he said he is the bread of life. Peter says where I can go to get this. You have the words of eternal life. This is no other option. There is no other option. Peter was convinced Of this. He recognized Jesus as a source of truth and the revelation of God. The crowd goes for the temporary but Peter goes for the eternal. We are going for the eternal. The crowd goes for the physical but Peter goes for the spiritual. And we go for the spiritual. That is the conviction we need today. That is Peter's conviction. Jesus Christ is the only hope. No one and nothing can truly satisfy us. He is the bread of life. Notice something here. The crowd sees only what Jesus can do the outward, the miracles, the healings. Peter sees who of Jesus, who he really is, the source of the truth and life. So dear children, focusing on what he can do, can lead us, something unfortunately, to self-serving. And we are only thinking about What he can do for us. If we focus on the who, we think about what I can do for him. Is it not our case? If you know him, see all the time, mostly in generally, among us, um, not forget about the people around or outside. Even as his children. What we expect from the father or what we expect from the new year. yes, Always the blessings and uh, the promises that will help us to lead us into the new year. But when God said, the Lord said that I am the truth and I am, he said I am the bread. As we know that Jesus Christ is the God, the Son of God. And he is the truth, that's why we follow him. But time and again we used to sing and preach. Knowing Christ is easy. But following Christ is not that much easy. It is difficult. How many of you agree on that? Put your hands up if you believe it. Knowing Christ is easy, but following Christ is not easy. That is why it is very evident. That's why He said, If you desire to follow, carry your cross not once, daily and follow. That itself is a clear answer for us, it is difficult to follow. The same thing happened. When he was preaching or in the chapter of John 6 chapter. And 62, 69 if you go through it. And here Jesus said. And people thought it is very difficult to follow. Who can follow you? Because it is a hard teaching. You just imagine how much he could have felt. Jesus must have felt in dealing with his disciples so much. On hearing it, many of his disciples said, It is an odd teaching. Who can accept it? The teaching of Jesus are called, it is hard. Is it odd for us? The words of Jesus are not difficult to understand. They are hard to tolerate, hard to observe, hard to hear. They may offend some people's sensibilities. Verse 61, aware that his disciples were grumbling about this. Jesus said to them, does this offend you? Grumbling was not a new response to God and God's ways. From the time of Israelites in the wilderness to the modern life, the humanity people complain about the difficulties of their lives and their misfortunes. Yes, even we, though called as his children, we do find it difficult to accept some of God's word or to follow him continue to follow him i will come to explain to you later secondly the people take offence jesus did not give offence or he gave truth that they offence they took it as an offence they are shocked or offended by the teachings of jesus what the people wanted Jesus was not willing to give. But what Jesus offered, the people would not receive it. This happens to us. When we pray for something to God, and expecting something which we like it, we desire it, if God is delays or not given to us, not replied, we were offended. We, We used to have doubts. Where is wrong? Who is wrong? Whether my faith, nobody thinks that my faith is wrong or my ways are wrong. Always we put blame on God or on Satan or something, somebody else. We were offended if our needs are not met according to our desire. We pray, long time prayers are not answered sometimes. But what is our state of mind at that situation? In the same way, those people, they expected something from God and the Lord Jesus. Since it is not met according to them, it offended them. That's why they find it it is hard teaching. When you look at 66 to 69, from this time, many of his, the disciples, Turned back and no longer followed him. It is the scripture is very clear. Verse 66. 666. You, can, you will very much remember this. 6 chapter 6 verse 66. From that time many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. This should not be our portion on any cause. This should not be our portion on any cause. Yes. For them there are reasons for them. But Jesus asked the twelve disciples. You just imagine. Simon Peter answered. As I said before. To whom shall we go? The teaching is not hard to understand. They are hard on us. They are hard on our pride. They are hard on our way of life. It goes on. But the people departed from him for reasons. They don't get what they want when they want it. They have difficulties and blame God Instead of their own foolishness. They have difficulties. Because it needs time. And commitments. And they find it difficult. Because they find it. They expect something better. And easy way. That is why they said it is very hard. We can say that. They want it all like now. People always expect the sugar-coated, easy and entertaining messages and promises. They fail, they don't really know Christ Jesus as the constant companion or as, as their friend. That's, that's what strikes me even today, how the people are looking at the expecting God. What God can give? The promise should be something like, do not fear, I am with you, I will take care of you, I will stand for you, I will protect you, I will lead you. And all the promises, yes, there is no doubt about at all, I agree on all the promises. But we cannot, my question is, my understanding is, we cannot only stick on to that side. There are difficulties. There will be hard times. Why it is, how it is, and how do we follow is the message for us. So you may wear a cross on a chain. Or carry a Bible. As a Christian. But it means nothing. Unless Christ Jesus is in your heart and you walk with him and follow him all the way with your cross agree wearing cross is easy but bearing cross is not easy we should not be a wearing christians wearing cross but we should be a christian Who bears the cross. You are not going to carry anyone's cross. Or even of Jesus Christ. He asks us to carry our own cross. No one likes the cross. My dear children of God. There is no Christianity without the cross. There is no Christianity without the cross. Because the Paul writes, we preach the Christ who crucified. Not the Christ who was born in the manger. We preach the Christ who was crucified. And our hope is eternal life. Whatever you do on this earth. Even coming to the church regularly. Are serving Him any, to any level, to any extent. All for one purpose. What is that? To make it heaven. Not to have money, not to have prosperity, not to buy the lands, not to buy the goals, not to increase our bank balance. None of the things will come with us only we will take with us is what the treasures in heaven the treasures in heaven John 15 verse 7 is said if you abide in me and my words abide in you you will ask what you desire And it shall be done for you. I will read the last portion. (laughs) If you will ask what you desire. And it shall be done for you. What is the first portion? (laughs) If you abide in me. And in my words abide in you. That is the condition. We always pick up the words, your desire. Yes, yes, I have a desire. God will answer according to my desire. Yes, it is true. But there is a condition for it. God will fulfill our desire because He is our God. He did it. He will do it. But there is a condition for it that we have to follow. So that is the message for us. The word should first. So how it is possible? When the disciples said that it is very difficult and it is very hard. The scripture says most of them they quit Jesus Christ and left and they were not turned back. That was the verse is very clear. And from that time, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. No more. They have never turned back. You know what was the reason? Why it become difficult for them? What was hard for them? That is the lesson for us this year. It is, they do not, first of all, they are ignorant. They don't understand. They don't want to believe, and they, they, it costs. It 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 demands the time. It demands the commitment, but they are not for that. They wanted everything is easy, simple. Most of the time, it is all of material and the physical, not of the spiritual. Spiritual things one that the spiritual person will know, not the carnal man. But we are not carnal. We are not carnal, we are God children. We are God children. How we become God children? We know the word, we abide in His Word. Those who believed in Him and the Word, He gave them the sonship, the children of God. We are the people. It is very. I, I. 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 Now I understand why those people find it difficult. It is also. We also can say that it is difficult. If everything is not goes along with us as we wish or as we desire. As I said, it needs time. It needs commitment. It has a great value. Without that, for us also the same. Will be the same. But I believe that it should not be difficult for us. None of us will depart from Him. We will continually follow him, follow him until our death. So there are principles to follow Jesus Christ or to know the Word and understand the Word. You know the one of the reasons for the people, even the present world, they, if you look at the history, how the religions came, And how still our neighboring people, our brethren, do not accept Christ for only one reason. When they say something about, when we say that about salvation, salvation was not understood. Forgiveness was not understood by them. And the blood of Jesus forgives and He died for us and rose for us. They will not understand. That is why still they are not accepting. There are many reasons. But one of the thing is this. Let's go forward. The word should first be in our mind. Matthew 22 verse 37. Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your mind. The word should be in our mind. In Psalm 1, 2 and 3, if you go through it, who is the blessed man? He is telling about his delight is in the law of the Lord. That is in his word. And in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in its season Whose leave also shall not weather, and whatever he does shall prosper. So he is the man. We should be the man. We should be that man who meditates his word day and night, keep the word in our mind. We must receive. In first, in our minds to know the word. We hear the word, we read the word. We should know the word, and having to hear to hear the word. Secondly, we must have to word. We must have the word to be in our heart. Psalm 19, 119, 11 says. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. In Deuteronomy 6, 5 says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. The word goes to our heart As we digest it in our mind. We chew it by meditating upon the word. We then have the spiritual swallow. This is when the word becomes the rhema of the word. In our minds, we know the word. But in our hearts, we believe that same word. Remember. How you can read a passage over and over and then one day it becomes real to you. You just add a spiritual chur. So that means keep on meditating, meditating God's word. The same word, the same word which is in our hand, how long we are holding it? From our childhood. At that time, what we read, what we understood was something. What we heard from the preachers was something. But what we are today is something. I know very well, in my own experience, the same portion. Even if we read ten times or more. Every time when you pay attention to God's word and sincerely you meditate on it, God will reveal different, different, different things. You can see that how you are lifted up and God blesses you. Why God gives this word today and this year? Only God has the purpose. God knew about us. Whatever we accept or not, whatever we know about Him, doesn't matter. But God wants us this year to know Him, to follow Him without any difficulties. God needs our time. God needs us to make commitment much more than the previous years. God will definitely continue to speak to you. Third, the word needs to be in our mouth. How is it? Romans 10, 8 says, What does it say? The word is near to you. In your mouth, read the word. The word is near to you. And in your mouth and in your heart. That is, the word of faith which we preach should be in our mouth. Joshua 1.8, the the Lord says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it day and night, and you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Underline, all that is written in it. Then, you will make your way prosperous. We greet people, we wish people for a prosperous new year. How this year 2020 will become prosperous to us? When we greet the people, we should mean it. And if you greet people for prosperity, you should be prospered. How you will be prospered? Read the word. Meditate the word. Day and night. Let the word not depart from us. Make sure we are not depart from his word. We will be led by the same word. Amen. So for then, what it says. But then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. The scripture is so clear, is it? It is not success, you will have good success. If you are not success in 2019, you will be success in 2020. You are prosperous and successful, 2020 provided... You know the word, read the word, meditate the word, remain in that word. Not parting from that word. Jesus Christ is that word. First you must hear yourself confess the word. When you do hear yourself, is building up yourself, in the most holy faith. Jude 1:26, But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most high holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, Jesus said to speak to the mountain, he said, speak to the mountain, by your faith, and the mountain will move. What did he say? In twenty one Matthew 21.21b, 21, but also if he say to this mountain. Be removed and be cast into the sea. It will be done. The God's needs. To hear us speak the word. Second Corinthians 126. For all the promises of God in him are. Yes. And in Him, Amen, to the glory of God, through us. Through us. When He hears us speak His word, He says, yes. God expects us to speak the word. When we speak the word, He will say, yes. Then you can say, Amen. Amen. So all his promises are yes and amen. Only when we speak the word. I said the word should be in our heart. The word should be in our mind. The word should be in our mouth. Word should be in our hand as well. Hebrew 4.12 For the word of God is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing when the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Do you understand that? The underlying part is, the word of God is living and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword. Where you will keep your sword? In your pocket? In your heart? In your mind? Where is the sword? In your hand. Ephesians 6.17 also says. And take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. James 1.23 says, For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. The hand represents the work and doing. We must work the word by doing what he says in his word. Psalm 119.105 19, says, What it say? The word is a lamb to my feet and a light to my path. So, first of all, we understand the word should be in our hand. What does it mean in our hand? Doer of God's word, according to God's word. We should not be the hearers of God's word alone. We should be a doers of God's word. That means following God's word. When we follow the word, what the psalmist says, your word is the lamp to my feet and the light to my path. What is it? Lamp and the light. The lamp is a small, the light, the lamp which gives light to the small the, the certain place in your friend. That's why it says, that's what I understand. The word is the lamp to my feet, the nearest. Light is, this is light. This this hall is full of light. So the word should be the light to my path. That path, the, the, the distance of the path is not one kilometer, two kilometer, hundred or five thousand or ten thousand. What it is? Our life throughout how long you wanted to live, that is your path. God pushed, put for you, and kept for you to walk throughout your life. Let the word of God should be the light so that you will not dis- get distracted and you will not fall in or stumble. You will walk in the word of the lord towards the destiny what god kept for you this is the word for you how do we know how do you follow why we should follow jesus christ or how we should follow this is the word let us hear god's word believe god's word speak god's word and do god's word We come to close. The promise of the year is John 6, 6 3. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The B part is The words that I speak to you are Spirit and they are life. The words that I speak to you are Spirit and they are life. When God gave me this scripture for the promise, I thought what I started with in the beginning. When the people always expect something great for the future, it is like a prophecy. And when you give this, this is very, very meaningful. What has happened to his disciple when he was preaching, and the people thought that it is a hard teaching? Who can follow this? They depart from him. That's why I said from the beginning, it should not be our portion. So this promise also looks to you very hard. It is not easy to remember. Do you? Yes. It is not easy to remember or to follow. Only you will understand it. I promise you, you will understand it. You will find it easy before the end of 2020. <laughs> the precept for is, "Look 2028. 20, Blessed are those who hear the word of God and ob- obey it. So, I will conclude this. Herewith, I declare that the year of 2020 will be. The year of the Word of God. The year of the Word of God. In the name of the Father, the Son and of the Holy Spirit. This year, God has as God has spoken to us. The Spirit of God will definitely help us to study the Word more than ever before because. All things will pass away. The heaven and the earth shall pass away, but, why more, why, why, but my word will never pass away. Thus is the promise. We are in the last days. There will be a famine for the word of God. So, dear children, whatever we have will depart, but the word will remain with us. The same word will lead us to the eternal life. So this year calendar is prepared in such a way for the Bible study. On every day there is a scripture and the portion of the chapters. So in the whole year it is not in order or in a different form as you are going through. But it is in a here and there from the chapters and the books. And it will it covers the whole Bible. So that means we assure if you are sincerely read and meditate god's word god will definitely lift us up in our spiritual life amen close our eyes let us pray
1: let the word be a lamp to your feet and let it be a light to your path in jesus name Praise God! Uh, it's time for the Holy Communion. Because of our time, we move as fast as possible. Uh, turn with me to First Corinthians eleven twenty-three to twenty-nine. First Corinthians eleven twenty-three to twenty-nine. For I have received from the Lord that which I also deliver to you This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever eat this bread or drink this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in a worthy manner, eat and drink judgment to himself, not designing the Lord's body. Now we are kicking this year's service with uh, Holy Communion. As we all know, like I said, this is the time for the Holy Communion. The Communion itself means sharing. So, whenever we have the communal service, we are here to share with one another the body of that Christ that he has asked us to continue to do in his remembrance. It is something that makes us once, It is something that brought each and every one of us together. So, we share in the body and blood of Jesus Christ. And that shows that we are part of the family. That is, a family that eat together at the same table. Jesus Christ has given us a special way to remember him. To, to remember him. That is, to remember his death on the cross. And each time that we come to this communion table, we are just reman- uh, reminded ourselves of his death. And that his death is also for our sins that we have committed. And God is always here. He's always there whenever we are sharing the communion. You may not see him, but he's here in his spirit. That is why it is important for us to examine ourselves. You have to think deeply what you are doing. Jesus is here. So, examine yourself to reflect on your own life. Is it truly compared to the teaching of Jesus Christ? This year being been declared the year of the world. Are you going to allow the world to abide in you? Let's bow our head. Begin to talk to God. I appreciate God that Lord, I thank you for seeing me through year 2019. Here is year 2020. Lord, these are the areas I've gone contrary to your teaching. Have mercy and forgive me. As I partake in this Holy Communion, let your word be established firmly in my heart. Let your word, let it continue to speak to me day and night. Give me the Holy Spirit that will guide me to study your word, to meditate on it day and night. In the book of uh, Matthew 26, he gave a firm warning there. He said, watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Talk to God. I want to serve you this year. I want to share your word this year. I want to meditate on your word this year. I want your word to be a lamp to my feet. I want your word to be a lamp, light to my path, wherever I go. I want you, your word to lead me wherever I go. In the mighty name of Jesus, speak to God, that Lord Almighty. You have come to the table this morning That that word will be firmly established in your heart. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. As we partake in the Holy Communion this morning. Oh Jesus, we remember the sacrifice you have made on the cross of Calvary. We lift your body's holy name up. We proclaim your great love. As we partake with gratitude in the communion this morning. Fill us with your power. Fill us with your spirit that will guide us and enable us to study your word this year, to keep your word this year, and your word will continue to guide us in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. the shall we guide you? And uh, please come quickly because of our time.
0: Aleluya
2: Yeah, yeah. is long and yours.
1: Anyone here worshiping with us for the first time? This is your first time in Bread of Life, just wave your hand unto the Lord. God bless you, brother. Brethren, let's welcome them. On behalf of leadership of uh, Bread of Life, we welcome you to our early morning service and we pray that as you are here, the word of God will be perfected in you in Jesus' name. Amen. We worship here every Friday from 12 p.m. to 2 p.m. If you are not worshipping in another place, you are free to join us. We celebrate Jesus here. We rejoice and we glorify his name. And as you come here today, the Lord will perfect all that concerns you in Jesus' name. Praise God. So very quickly, how many of us have written our uh, request for this year? Okay. If you have not written it, I want to encourage you every... Uh, Friday, for now, we'll be praying about whatever your request for this year, your prayer point for this year, the word, hold on to the word, as it has been said. Turn with me to Philippians 4, Philippians 4, 6 and 7, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpass all understanding. Will guide your heart and mind, and mind through Christ Jesus. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet. I want you to turn that to prayer that Lord, grant me peace above all no matter and circumstances as I begin this year. Grant me peace, Lord, above all other things. No matter what the circumstance, as I begin the year twenty twenty, let your peace, let it reign in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, pray. You need the peace of God, that Lord, let your peace, let it guide me, let your peace, let it be above all things. All circumstances. Pray for the peace of this land as you pray for yourself also. That God will make every circumstances, He will give you peace in the mighty name of jesus thank you almighty god in jesus name we are praying you need trust you need trust this year proverbs 3 5 to 6 says trust in the lord with all your heart and learn not on your own understanding in your your way acknowledge him and he shall direct your path you need him to direct you this year. God, as I go to this year, direct my path in the mighty name of Jesus. Use your own mouth to confess and ask God. Everywhere I will be going this year, Father, direct my path. Direct my path in the mighty name of Jesus. Direct my path in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. First Corinthians 5:13 says, But those who are outside God judge judges therefore put away from yourself the evil person lord keep me away from all evil person this year all evil company father keep me away begin to pray keep me away lord all from all evil company this year in the mighty name of jesus thank you almighty god in jesus name we have prayed this year you need to be serious for the work of god Because you have to learn the word, you have to study the word. Lord, help me to be serious for your word. This year, in the mighty name of Jesus. Every lukewarm attitude, Father, take them away. In the mighty name of Jesus. Commit your way unto the Lord. That Lord, I want to be serious for you. This year, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, almighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Finally, Proverbs 19, 21. There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord, the Lord's counsel that we stand. There are many plans in man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel that we stand. Father, I bring all my plans for this year. Those are your prayer requests. I bring them before you. Only you can approve. Only you can, can, can say yes, and it is yes. I bring everything before you, Father, answer me in the mighty name of Jesus. Remember the times and conditions, study the word, it will fulfill the desire of your heart. Keep the word, it will fulfill the desire of your heart. Commit all your prayer requests before God this year, he is the only one that can answer. Father, we bless your name, we glorify you. Thank you, Jesus, because you are our Lord. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Heavenly Father, we want to glorify your name. We thank you for witness another year. We thank you, Lord, because you keep us through that year of uh, 2019. Here is 2020. We glorify your holy name. As we step into this year, Father, let your presence go ahead of us. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are the only one that can say yes and nobody will say no. Everything in our life this year, Father, we want you to direct our path in the mighty name of Jesus. Above all, we want your wall to be a light to our feet, a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. This, this year throughout in the mighty name of Jesus. Even beyond this year, Lord, let your wall let it continue to radiate in our heart. Let us continue to to meditate over your word and grant us all our hard desire as we keep your word in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, because you are our God. As the celebration continues, Father, we pray that you will grant us our hard desire in Jesus' name. You will keep us safe and sound in Jesus' name. For those that have traveled, we pray, Lord, that they shall return safely in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father, as we go, Father, go with us in Jesus' name. When we meet here tomorrow for the intercessory, Father, we pray that your presence shall be here with us in Jesus' name. And when we meet on Friday for Friday service, your name shall be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Let us share the grace together in fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Amen. God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever.